Hi guys, Didas uh, Vise, Antima Podcast, take a, the final podcast of 2020. Didas Vise, Hari Amutu Auruddak, Hamotama Challengers, Gudak Impurna Auruddak, Businesses Vatuna, Samahara Businesses Haduna, Samahara Alut Avenues, Hoya Gatta, Tamangi Business Seka, Dunu Karagandi thing, Podi Hari Pandare, Kogolange, Business Seka, Labunanang, Magi Podcast, take a Halaikatama Magasatuta. Uh, Apple Podcast will number one podcast take a karapu hamoma along Kave. Thank you. Uh, entrepreneurship Valaji uh, business in a category, overall category number one. Nuna keep a serak. Eva Gamer Russia, Saha Korea, Italy, Vage Apple Podcast charts will at a chart karanda labuna. I think Ahana Hamotam Stuti Mandana podcast audience. I thought, could I? ओरिजिनलोडिनलोडिनलोडिनलोडिनलोडिनलोडिनलोडिनलोडिनलोडिनलोडिनलोडिनलोडिनलोडिनलोडिनलोडिनलोडिनलोडिनलोडिनलोड
talk a little about him and then we'll bring him to the stage. So Khamat Silva was uh, is a Sri Lankan who migrated to Canada in 2010 and in Canada, he actually lost his job without any warning. And then he decided to start his own business with only $700 in his pocket. So it was, uh, he's going to share with us his journey so far, what happened on the way of it. So yeah, let's bring him to the stage. Yeah. So uh, Netila, you have your questions ready for him? All the questions? Yes, I'm, and how, yeah, how it would go? Yeah, how it would go is uh, while you are talking, you are, while you are taking the questions from him, I'm also going to bring in uh, some of them where our audience will ask few questions online. So let me uh, take uh, Kamaj onto the screen. Hi, guys. Over Hello. To yeah. Hello, Mr. Kamaj Silva. You don't have to call me Mr. You can call me Kamaj. <laughs> okay, so you're from Canada. So what's the time? What does it look like over there in Canada? Uh, the time right now is 9.05 a.m. So a little bit early for me because I'm not a very early riser unless I have <laughs> something to do. Uh, I don't believe in, you know, when people say you have to wake up at 4 a.m., 5 a.m., I don't believe in that. As long as you get what you have to get done during the day, you're good. Um, Canada right now will uh, actually. I, I I'm from Sri Lanka, but I uh, I live and work in Canada, so I'm kind of like this dual citizen or whatever you call it technically. Uh, but yeah, I'm Sri Lankan. Like always, been Sri Lankan, never changed uh, wherever I go uh, or went. Um, yeah, so Canada is super cold right now. We are pretty much like minus seven, minus eight right now. So it's really cold outside. <laughs> Okay, so now I'm going to begin to ask you. <clears throat> yeah, I was sorry about that. So now I'm going to ask you my questions. So what I really want to ask you right now is, did you plan yeah. to do this during your childhood? You know, this entrepreneur stuff and moving to Canada, all that. Did you plan it during your childhood? Uh, no, Natila, not really, because um, most things that happened in my life or my, my journeys everything happens so fast sometimes like my decisions to you know my decision to go to england uh, in 2003 and do my bachelor's that was like not a planned decision i'm not i mean i don't except for my businesses and stuff i don't really um, i've never been like a big planner in life like before like off screen i asked you what did you what, what do you want to do when you grow up right like i didn't have an answer to that question i think like many sri lankan kids um during like the time i grew up like in the 80s 90s um we didn't have a lot of options in sri lanka i mean we we did have have a few options you know you can become an engineer lawyer doctor um any any um, job category of that sort, yes. But I think uh, for people who really thought a little bit outside of the box, like I I I realized I was a creative person from um, very from from my like younger days. But um, it, it was pretty limited what I could do like in within the country. So you I mean you can go into advertising or um, stuff like that. But it's um, honestly I. 
did not have an idea what I wanted to become or, um, you know, I, I didn't plan my life the way it turned out is the best way to say it. Okay, so you didn't, so after you made the decision, you were like, oh, okay, I have done this now. So you were like, you didn't even notice that you made a very important decision. Is it like that? Um, are you there? Uh, sorry, Nedra, I think you broke up there. Could you re repeat the question? Yeah, I'm here. Hello. Oh, yeah. So uh, what I wanted to say was uh, you didn't actually know you made an important decision. You like didn't notice it that much. Is that what um, you're saying? Uh, you, with my no, with my career, I think, or what I wanted to do, when you say, did I always want to become an entrepreneur? I think um, I didn't label it as becoming an entrepreneur. I just followed my passion and I wanted to, at, at a certain point in my life, I think we're going to talk about this um, uh, this a little later, um, when I lost my job and when I had to do my own thing, I didn't think of it as becoming an entrepreneur. I think it's it, it just happened. I just uh, followed my passion and I don't, wanted to do what I loved. Um, so when I started to do, do that, I automatically be, became an entrepreneur. I think uh, so. It, it wasn't it wasn't pre planned or anything. Okay, thank you. So another question I'd like to ask is uh, whether you had any skills. You know, when you were younger, did you have any skills like you know sports? You know those kind of skills. Like mm -hmm. creativity, yeah, sports, I, I, you're good in sports, like that. Uh, I'm not super good in sports, but I played volleyball, basketball, um, did a bit of boxing for about two weeks, got knocked out and didn't go back. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 I did sports. I was in the Interact Club. Uh, I was the president of the Interact Club in uh, at St. Thomas's uh, in what is this, two, 99 or 2000. Um, but I always knew I was creative. I used to, you know, scribble, draw, um, you know, kind of like even on the computer, like early adapter of Corel Draw, Photoshop, um, everything I learned myself. I didn't go to like any like, you know, back in the day, there, were, there weren't many like tutorials on the Internet or, you know, you couldn't even access the Internet. It was like so slow, like 56K dial up Internet, like you guys can't even believe like what we had to go through just to load a web page it was like so difficult right like um now it's so easy uh but no i was always i think i was always creative um and uh, i think anything that i do any business that i start i think it everything starts with um the creative process um and you know the the brand identity um, how I'm going to present the brand to the rest of the world, how I'm going to introduce it, what marketing strategy that I that I'm going to use. So everything everything starts there for me. Everything starts with a honestly to say everything starts with a logo or any, everything starts with the, with a piece of artwork, and then I usually develop it. Like um, I released a, a hot sauce very recently in Sri Lanka, um, which is a very small. Oh yeah, operation. I heard of that. Just basically bare bones started from scratch. And I think, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything started with uh, a, a logo at first, uh, or an idea, or like a logo. It wasn't necessarily designed and put on paper, but like I had this image in my head, and I wanted to do something about it. So, so uh, I think uh, everything you starts. You just did with it. A creative process with me. Okay, yeah. so. Uh... <laughs> 
this is uh, this is uh, also an important question this is an important question it's about your job so as soon as you lost it were you like scared did yeah. you think okay i can find a new job or were you like scared that you might not find one what did you feel as soon as you heard you lost it um i was kind of relieved natila to be honest last uh, boss who i worked under was not a good person uh so i was kind of relieved that i didn't have to you know um go to work the next day so uh, that was feeling number one but i don't think i was scared um i think it was more uh more know what to do but it wasn't a scared feeling i i remember at that moment i thought you know this it, it's not that difficult i'm going to kind of figure it out because by that time even in the film industry i had over years of experience in the film industry and uh, if i really wanted to get back into film and do i actually went for a few interviews like i interviewed at sony i interviewed at um, a few other places i think uh, in in the film film in the film and tv industry uh but but then during all those interviews um what i felt like was why am i like trying to make this random person believe in my skills and believe in you know i can do the job which i've been doing for over 5 years and you know i've generated so much of revenue for e1 um e1 is the company that i used to work for so we i i used to my my department used to bring in even even is a it is the biggest independent film distributor in uh, in north america and they're based in so if you know the brand peppa pig pj masks all that even makes yeah. them um makes and distributes them um and and you know like i be bringing this much revenue every year to this company and I, like why am i like doing this song and dance with like random people who think you know who don't think i'm good enough to work for them uh, or or like i have to prove to them that i'm not good enough to work or like i'm good enough to work for them um so i'm like no no it's it's a waste of my time and energy so i i'm going to go and do my own thing um and that's how the path uh, to sneak it up was laid out okay so uh, this is a very very important question about your current business why did you think about selling shoes can you tell me why shoes no why not any other product only shoes why uh i i believe in natila i believe in whatever you do uh in life in business in you know in in whatever you decide to do in life uh, i believe in doing it with a passion um and my passion is obviously shoes as you can see behind me this is not a showroom this is not a shop this is this is my office this is these are my personal pairs in the back like it's all around um i love shoes i love fashion i love streetwear so um when i wanted to uh, go go start up a business uh, i wanted to do it in the media my in in the field that i i like so shoes sneakers was the first thing that came into my mind um did some research about the industry uh not a lot of research two three days worth of research and uh, i found the subscription model to be a very exciting new form of um e-commerce 
subscription commerce is is a part of e-commerce um, and there was no one uh, doing anything in the space of sneakers no subscription box uh, there was an accessory subscription box but like nothing for like real actual shoes um and i was a huge fan of you know uh, subscription boxes like loot crate uh, nerd block and all, all that stuff uh, and i wanted to kind of bring sneakers and subscription boxes together as as i said before like you always ask me if you ask but I was creative um, as a kid. Uh, I think this is where like that creativity kicked in, and, and I said to myself, you know, there's nothing like this in the world. So uh, there was no guarantee it was going to be, you know, it was going to be a successful business or not. But uh, I, I thought, let me try it out, and uh, let me see what it's going to be like. So uh, started thinking that that's, that's how everything started. <laughs> okay. So the next question is also an important question yeah. from me to you. So do in Canada, do kids do part-time work, you know, part-time work, like open up lemonade stands and stuff like that, part-time work? Yeah, a lot of kids do, Netila. I think the problem, um, right, like in Sri Lanka, especially the, the issue that I see where kids don't go into part-time work, our kids don't work at restaurant chains like Burger King or McDonald's, because we think that it's demeaning or it's like, you know, it's it's not good for your stature or it's not good for your social standing when, like, especially parents, right? Like, they don't want to send in their kid to, you know, work at McDonald's because, like, oh, like, their neighbor might see, like, why are you hard up for money? You're sending kids to um, work at McDonald's. But I don't think... I don't think that's correct or that's that's the right way to go about it because um, starting early or doing a part-time job early helps a lot in building your character uh, and also helps you navigate life better in um, in in the future. Like for me, honestly, um, when I went to England in 2003, I was, you know, I didn't, everything was done for me at home and I didn't know how to like navigate life. And it's like, I'm dropped on this strange land. Now I had to like kind of figure out like what I have to do, get a part-time job and everything. So that, that, that built my character, like doing a part-time job. And I was like 19 or 20 at the time. So not a 14, 15 year old kid, but um, I think every 14, 15 year old kid should do part-time work. If, you know, if their parents allow them to do that, obviously, because it helps you build character. It, it it teaches you things for later in life and it helps you become independent. Otherwise, you're going to be 40 and sitting at home eating what your mom's going to cook you. So that's not that's not the right way to go about it. Right. So I think um, I think don't think about stature. Don't think about, you know, don't think honestly, don't think about what other people are going to say or don't care about what other people are going to say. Your neighbor can say you're like hard up for money. That's why you're, you're sending your kids to work at McDonald's. But that's that's not the it's 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 a mentality that we've been developing for the past 50 60 100 years that you know part-time work is bad um or part-time work is not a respect you know it's not a respectable job it's uh, you know you have to wear a tie and go to work and that's where you know that's where all the respect comes so you know um obviously your dad knows like when you wear a tie and when you go to like a bank or whatever they like treat you nice but if you wear a t-shirt and jeans this happens to me all the time because i don't wear ties unless it's a wedding um because i'm in street where i don't have to 
I don't have to wear a collared shirt and you know dress pants and I'm honestly I'm uncomfortable in that. That's why I'm not working in an office in in Canada anyway. Um, I think a lot of places have relaxed um, dress codes. Um, you don't have to wear your you know typical workwear, uh, especially in like the creative industry and film and stuff like that. But yeah, I think it's really important for children to start early, um, work early. Uh, or at least get a taste of it. So a lot of kids are very entrepreneurial in Canada. Uh, you see in the summer, you see not obviously this summer because of COVID, but, um, um, you know, previous summers, you will see kids with lemonade stands. Um, you know, kids rake leaves in the fall. Uh, in winter, they clean snow. Um, you know, they um, they do paper routes. But what they call paper routes is like, you know, you, they distribute like papers from home to home. Uh, and they they earn money. Yeah, a lot of kids are entrepreneurial. It's it's. I think it goes beyond money. I think it builds character. Okay, so now your business is about sneakers and shoes, right? Okay, so what's the name of it? Um, Sneakertub.com is one of the dot com and dot ca. Dot uh, com is the global site, and dot ca is the Canadian one. Uh, so that's one of the businesses that uh, I own. Uh, another one is Milk Toronto. Uh, Milk Toronto is a retail space uh, in Canada, which is obviously because of COVID, we're closed right now. Um, it's it's more more like a typical retail store, but with a twist. We are milk and cereal themed, and everything in the store is milk and cereal themed. And our inventory expires every 30 to 45 days, just like how milk expires. Um, so that's the first idea I got, uh, how I developed the idea. Um, but, but because I, I decided to name the store Milk uh, because I wanted to, one, I wanted to stand out. There's no you know retail store called Milk. And then um, that's where that creativity came in. And then when we built a concept around Milk, you know, we, we made sure that every 30 or 45 days are, uh, our inventory expires, so people have like a countdown or a few days to kind of purchase it. Uh, but it's uh, milk has turned more into a brand of its own right now. We we do collaborations with um, big companies like New Era. We release uh, limited edition hats, and it's taken. It's it's a beast of its own. Okay. So that's why you chose a very strange name like Milk. Yes, uh, because uh, one uh, in Toronto. So in 2019, we were we were named the best new retail fashion store in Toronto by BlogTO. BlogTO is one of the biggest publications in uh, in Toronto. Um, and uh, we were honored by the city council, if I'm not mistaken, the Toronto city council, the, uh, the councillor, uh, visited the store, gave us a plaque and, you know, all that jazz. Um, and we got a lot of press because the store was called Milk and it was something different um, to the sneaker world, to the fashion world, to Toronto. There was no concept retail stores in Toronto uh, when we when we started Milk. So that's why we chose a strange name. Um, strange things bring strange results. Okay, so that is why I've really been wondering why you did it. <laughs> yeah, there is. I didn't a, understand what what yeah, the why what's the meaning of it. Yeah, milk. There's, a, there's a method to the madness. <laughs> okay, so 
did you have any mentors on the way on this entrepreneurial journey any mentors who taught you uh honestly nothing no uh no one in uh, person but i i consume a lot of uh, entrepreneurial media um uh, i'm a big fan of gary v um follow mark cuban's journey quite closely um richard branson is an inspiration so not no no one i would like talk to and get advice but um i would watch content and kind of get something from it um i think that's so if you say i had a mentor i can say it's gary v i don't know if you have ch- checked out gary v if you haven't you should um no i haven't if if uh, if 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 i had a mentor i think it has to be gary v but he doesn't even know about it <laughs> okay uh thank you very much up to this point we have consumed about uh, maybe close to 25 minutes this is a, a announcement to the fans who are watching if you think you want to ask a question from kamaj uh, you could actually ask and i will pull it to the screen and nethila will ask it from kamaj on yeah. behalf of on behalf of the audience so i will hand over the stage back to two of you and move out good luck okay so uh, yeah let's continue so um what is a subscription box um so the basic definition of a subscription box is a customer pays uh, a fee uh, every month or you can say you know you don't have to do it every month but for 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 explanation sake let's say every month um the customer pays a subscription fee every month for a company to curate and put together a certain package for them and they get it on a monthly basis delivered to their house so um how it differs from other forms of e-commerce is a subscription fee that you pay monthly to um to your um to the business or to to to, uh, to the organization or to the establishment okay so what kind of skills do you think should sri lankan kids learn for the future you know what kind of skills should sri lankan kids be learning very, by very, now very 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 broad question that will go into hours and hours of Uh, I was and I was a discussion um into it um I I think uh before anything before entrepreneurial skills before you know business skills anything I think uh, respect is something everyone should learn because you know I I do a lot of work with Sri Lanka I mean I you know I still have a very close connection to Sri Lanka and I see a lot of schools this is you know if any principals or any wardens or if, if anyone's listening this is i mean it's not easy to change education legislation like overnight obviously but i see a lot of kids like their time is packed like they go to piano class they go to swimming they go to tuition they go to this and that like when when you start at 7:00 when the kid comes home at 8 they're tired uh when i was growing up it wasn't that bad we did have tuition and we have we did have all those stuff so like especially to kids and even parents and uh, like my advice is like let your kids breathe the kids little kids um you can uh 
you can learn you, you know you're so young you're like eight years old you're nine years old you're 10 years old you have a whole lifetime ahead of you to you know if you wanted to learn swimming you have what 50 60 years like left in you to learn swimming so don't pressurize your kids to do what they kind of don't like but 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 for kids my advice is to you know live live your childhood like childhood it doesn't come back again and it's it, it will never come back again um so live your childhood uh, before thinking about entrepreneurial skills before thinking about everything just finish your education um if like you like you know you, if you're naturally interested in um uh in business or if you're natural if you're a natural born entrepreneur and if you want to do something this is this is a great platform linkedin's a great platform facebook's a great platform um that's what kids should uh you know use their time on social media um, uh, excuse me uh, sorry to, uh, to yeah uh, mr kamat yeah uh, sorry to interrupt yeah. but uh, we have a question from the audience from ramusha damaratna so the question is how yeah. hard or easy is it to start a business in canada okay ramusha so uh, it's I'm going through this right now because I'm I just literally just started a business in Sri Lanka. I would say compared to Sri Lanka it is so easy. If you want to register a corporation it takes only half an hour. Um if you want to open up a payment gateway it takes literally 2 minutes you link your bank account. It's it's so much easier than Sri Lanka. Uh Sri Lanka there's there's so many things that you have to do to even get a payment gateway. You have to have a um an account from sampath bank you have to not plugging in any brands but you know uh, if you want a payment gateway it has to be sampath bank because they have the authority the, they only have the authority to open a payment gateway um then to register your business it's really difficult to do it online you have to go in person you have to get this certificate it's it's so difficult to start a business in sri lanka but I think in Canada it's pretty easy to start a business you don't have to register your business if uh, you know if you're um if you're not uh you know paying uh, or if you're not collecting taxes or if you're not doing sales for above 30000 you don't even need a business registration you come on you know i come on i was asking whether you have any other devices connected to the same wifi at office no 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 nothing connected right now i think my dog toppled over the uh, router <laughs> yeah he uh he likes to uh, he has this uh, little ball that he plays with and he kicks it so sometimes it goes onto my man you can hear the noise now he's down yeah yeah we can hear him is is it yeah. possible to say hi um, to your dog <laughs> yeah you can he's a big dog roma roma come here he went back up he's a he's a he's a great dane and a lab mix so he's like a huge dog and when he topples over the router you know it's going to go out <laughs> All right, uh, Netila. Uh, let's take a few questions from the audience. We have Gayan. Gayan, who is asking, really good discussion. Uh, got a question? What is Kamaj Business's website, and what uh, was yeah. his initial investment? Please. Yeah, initial investment was seven hundred dollars. That's it. Um, we've seven hundred dollars for five years ago. um and i think our valuation right now is a little over 5 million uh when we when i checked last time um business website is sneakertop.com and sneakertop.ca uh, uh, .com's global.ca is uh the canadian counterpart 
Um, and uh, milktoronto.com is the uh, other address, uh, which is for the retail store. All right. Uh, and then Jihan says, maybe he's a friend of yours, proud of you, Kamaj. All the very best for your future endeavors. Thanks, Nathila, too. I think we have Thank a you, quite lengthy uh, question, but then I'll take it, Nathila. On behalf of you, I'll ask the questions because it's it's, it's a paragraph. What would mm -hmm. be the greatest? This is from Kishore. What would be the greatest challenges you faced since you started your business? And on the Dragon State, you shared that you approached certain brands. How did you approach them? What is the strategy? What was the strategy to access their support? Maybe, maybe you can. It's a loaded question. Yeah. So I think the greatest uh, challenge is definitely getting people to take me serious. Uh, people in the industry, people in the footwear industry. Uh, one, I uh, am new to the industry. Um, and two, I'm doing something very different from other people uh, ever did, uh, which is a subscription model for sneakers that is unheard of. Uh, although Nike started doing it now, um, I think they seized uh, operations of the subscription box a couple of months ago. Or December is their last month. Um, and also because uh, of uh, my background it's uh, I, I mean i'm i'm not uh, you know reluctant to say that um, uh, black or brown entrepreneurs in certain industries face certain challenges it's it's known in the footwear industry um, all these big brands used uh, just give me one second my dog's going nuts Every time I do an interview, <laughs> it's like he knows I'm doing something important and he wants to interrupt. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think I think so, yeah that that was also one of the main challenges that I had to face. That uh, you know, being from a different background, uh, getting into the footwear industry where it's typically um, a very Caucasian-driven industry. Like I, I can give you an example. Um, where there is this brand called Asics, which we still don't have. Um, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to um, be direct with Asics, um, so I reached out to the sales rep over email. Obviously, over email you don't, you know, you don't hear an accent, you don't see who the person is, whatever. Um, did the credit app? Everything got approved. Uh, the account got approved and so the guy wanted me to come in for uh, a meeting in toronto uh for for a buyer's meeting went in um the first thing when he saw me you know like a light bulb or like some switch flipped when he saw me he's like oh like i, I could like read it on his face oh this guy's brown or whatever right uh a lengthy a half an hour meeting probably ended in like 10 minutes um, on my way home, I check my email and the guy says, uh, sorry, your account is not. Uh, are you there? I think uh, we probably on. got a got a good enough answer for that, right? Like challenges. Yeah, yeah a lot of challenges. Yeah, yeah. One example. We got the answer. Okay, uh, so uh, Amaj, uh, I have a very important question. Uh, so today when I, when I was going through LinkedIn, I got a message from one of my connections and uh, he uh, she wanted to know something very important about from successful people mm. uh, she wanted to know about how you manage your time time management very good question 
I am not the best of time, best at time management, so I can't honestly give you advice on time management. But uh, uh, I I wish I could. I'm not a very organized person. I'm thoroughly disorganized. Everything's in my head, and uh, I wish I could manage my time more. But I can't give you uh, an answer to that question. It's for me like the only thing I can say is like make sure you know what you're doing at whatever time. But there are things that I miss all the time. So. Um, to be honest with you, I'm not the best time manager, so I can't answer that question and give you uh, a, a solid answer for that because I'm, my time management is horrible. Sorry about okay, that. Okay, so uh, I was actually answering on behalf of you, Kamaj. Yeah. I had to send, send Kamaj a calendar request. He booked the time. So uh, we were exchanging emails and mm -hmm. messages with regard to this, uh, this project. So yeah. in my opinion, you are way ahead than most of Sri Lankans in terms of managing your time. <laughs> that much I can Yeah, it's kind yeah. of hard to say that you're horrible at time management because you are you look like you're doing really good. I mean I try, but uh, I don't think I, I'm uh, you know, I'm at a level where I can, you know, give people advice and say this is how you manage your time. Uh, but I mean I get by, I get everything I need to get done on time. Okay, yeah. So uh, what are your future plans? Uh, Nathila, I have an exit strategy for Sneaker Tub, uh, where you know to grow it at uh, to a certain number, and then um, definitely partner with a bigger company for because right now everything that I've been doing is you know I only have one partner, um, and majority of the shares are. Um, in my possession so um there is a limit i can grow it uh and then after that uh someone bigger uh should partner with me if you want to take it to the next level so so right now um like you know for an example like an amazon or a footlocker or you know one of those big companies um because what I believe is with every business, you need an exit strategy and you need to um, you need to see where your business uh, ends up or should be an end goal for the business. So that, that is my end goal for the business. But yeah, grow it as much as possible right now uh, and, uh, you know, do something productive for society, honestly. So the next question, it's uh, it's about recruiting kids. So if it's OK. If it's all right illegally, will you recruit kids for your business? You know, for working. I mean, definitely. If it if it if it's allowed legally, I don't see a I don't see a problem. If it's allowed legally and if they are paid, uh, you know, a proper wage or you know the 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 actual going rate, uh, or the minimum wage, uh, I don't I, I don't see a problem. I don't think, uh, you know. Kids are more capable of handling certain things better than adults. And, uh, you know, there is no reason why you shouldn't hire kids if it's legally allowed. What is the importance of branding? Uh, I think branding is everything, Natila. Uh, it's how a consumer sees your brand. Uh, it's how a consumer falls in love with your brand. It's how a consumer decides whether to uh, use or not use your brand. So. For me, branding is everything. Every business that I do, uh, everything starts with branding. And I think it is the most, if not the product after the product, it's probably the most important thing. 
um, it's how you present yourself to the world and branding is super important and a lot of products um, don't have a good branding strategy behind them um, but it should they should branding is really important yeah okay so uh, okay so uh, any last advice for kids and parents who are watching this uh, I mean let kids be kids uh, kids don't rush into things um you know you have an entire lifetime ahead of you to figure out what you want to do so don't stress uh and don't put pressure on yourself just you know live your childhood because the childhood never comes back you know what you know play go play outside i don't know if kids do that anymore are they they're always on their devices i guess that's the complaint that i hear and also parents too right they're like uh oh like my kids always on a device but you're having people over at like a dinner party or whatever you give kids your phone and what what do you expect them to do like they'll you know even we do that sometimes um so yeah let kids be kids uh let them live their lives don't put too much pressure on them they have a whole lifetime ahead of them to uh, figure out what they want to do all right so netila can i take over from you for a moment because we we probably have about another 10 minutes come on yeah. would you be yeah. all right Yeah, yeah so yeah. Uh, I think Nathila has come to the end of his questions but then I need to uh, uh ask few more questions maybe for the benefit of we don't get to catch you all the time so <laughs> might as well uh, get the maximum out of it so sure. the the first question uh, I want to ask is uh, any advice that you want to give uh, the youngsters who are starting businesses in mm-hmm. Sri Lanka like i'm not talking about the kids but then you know yeah. there's a, there's little hype about entrepreneurship a lot of people want to get it you yeah. with your experience few tips i mean uh, first decide if you are cut out to be an entrepreneur because uh, in sri lanka but i see a lot is if there is like a fad or if there is a certain wave people all fall uh, you know people all fall in line with it like it's same with entrepreneurship right like everyone uh with an instagram page and a t-shirt brand is an entrepreneur that is not what entrepreneurship is like just because you put a you know a logo on a t-shirt and you know two people buy it you can be an entrepreneur well, technically you are but um just figure out if you really have the guts and you know the heart and soul to actually become an entrepreneur because it's not easy like you see you see all the success stories but you don't see you know you, you don't see all the Uh, the grit and the grind every day that we go through right so um, first decide if you if you're really cut out to be an entrepreneur and uh, yeah also also entrepreneurs who are uh, struggling right now who who are down because their business is because this is a tough time for everyone in the world um things will change uh, don't put too much definitely don't put too much pressure on yourself because uh if you're true to what you do and if you're if you're really invested in what you do and if you really love what you do you will try and fail and one day um you are going to succeed so don't to put too much pressure on yourself and also the biggest thing for in sri lanka is right now is an entrepreneur earns money buys a bmw i8 like this these fancy cars and that's that's how entrepreneurship is Uh, those are the end goals of certain entrepreneurs i want to buy a car that's why i want to be, become an entrepreneur but i don't think that's that's the right way to go but yes you can buy a car but um 
don't you know don't make a profit and use everything to buy a car then you won't be an entrepreneur anymore after you you know get your car um and there's an 80% lease on it and you put down 20% and that shouldn't be the deciding factor of you know being an entrepreneur or those 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 are good goals to have like having a fancy car is a good goal it's a good motivator but sometimes what happens is when they don't get there they get frustrated they get depressed you know a lot of challenges are, are ahead of them and they put too much pressure on their, themselves so yeah give give yourself realistic goals uh, bite sized goals uh, probably the best way to do it uh, and you know it, it doesn't you can't grow a business overnight you can't become successful overnight some people do if they're very lucky um, but you have to spend a lot of time on your business you have to spend a lot of energy on your business and that's the only sure fire way to succeed yeah come on so some of your advisors we will repurpose this video sure. and then uh, we will have them for the benefit of uh, those uh, you know maybe bite sized videos and then we have another question from uh, i think uh, ijaz hi kamaj what has uh, this pandemic and lockdown has uh, taught you uh, has it made you change your business plan expansion plans has it had a positive or a negative impact on your business um so overall i would say uh positive impact on the business because e-commerce grew um pretty uh fast or you know in 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 huge proportions during the pandemic because pe people started shopping online so it hasn't done anything bad for us um the only thing is we had to close the retail space down where we were paying a lease for over 6 months with you know uh with the store being closed there was no point so i decided to close the retail store and take that online as well fully uh we were at some point we will open up another retail store for milk but uh, i don't see it in the foreseeable future why we should do that uh because retails honestly believe me retail stuff man it's 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 a really tough business to be in um there's a lot of expenses around retail um so we had to close that portion of the business down but we we didn't close it we just took it like fully online and we we created we created this uh online experience for that that business um other than that uh it has been positive uh, sorry amit i i really forgot yeah. the rest of the question can you repeat that for me yeah it's uh, basically you, has it affected your expansion plans so you moved on to e-commerce you said yes i moved on to e-commerce for it, it really because we with milk we didn't want to you know we didn't want to open many stores in you know different cities or whatever that doesn't um, that wasn't that was never that was never our intention or that was never our plan so expansion plans no uh, what happened i'll tell you exactly what happened right at the time of lockdown and um, you know when uh, i remember everyone pulled back all their facebook and instagram marketing budgets because they thought this was you know it's costing them a lot of money uh, and they need to save money for the future but i doubled uh, our, our dollars so i think that's how we we grew pretty fast within the last five to six months uh, i think we grew like 4x over like the last last few months uh that's because uh, definitely a risk to do that but it's like you know it's not a huge proportionate risk because if you if you consider the the dollars that dollar amounts we put in it's it's not doubling uh the ad revenue uh, ad budget is 
not a super risky move. Um, <laughs> you can try it for a month and see. So I tried it for a month. It worked. Tried it for month two. It worked. Tried it for month three. It worked. So it kept going on. Yeah, I think even in Sri Lanka, uh, in the retail space, they are experiencing yeah. a positive growth on... Uh, yeah. So you want to also talk about uh, any of your Sri Lankan ventures here? Yeah, this is an opportunity. Yeah, uh, so Daya Sauce is a hot sauce uh, that I launched very recently in Sri Lanka. It's pretty much in its infancy. It's a baby still. Launched it a month ago. Um, I call it the hottest sauce in Sri Lanka. Uh, it is. People have told me it is the hottest sauce in Sri Lanka. It's a novelty hot sauce, uh, which we haven't really seen in Sri Lanka. We've seen hot sauces, but I think it's um, the branding strategy is pretty fire. Uh, excuse my pun. Uh, I would say uh, it's a. I think it's a. It's a little bit of a different product to the the food market in Sri Lanka, and it's it's. It's going to be a novelty sauce, definitely. Um, and we are coming up out, out with new flavors every month for the next four months. Um, we have a zombie sauce coming up in January. Um, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, I mean, I the marketing strategy behind it, we uh, I, I do this thing called Daya Show, uh, which is basically uh, a version of Hot Ones, which is an international show uh, for, for Sri Lanka. Um, so the reason I started doing that show was because I wanted to uh, release this sauce at some point, uh, and I had the idea. We were uh, we were we were testing out the sauce. We were testing out recipes for it, but I wanted to market it in a little bit of a different way. So I, for the first season, for about ten twelve episodes, I didn't even mention that there is a sauce releasing. <laughs> so I just wanted the Sri Lankan um, YouTube community to kind of. Um, get what this point is about, you know, get a feel for what this hot sauce is and make them want to try it, but they can't buy it, right? So for the first yeah. season, um, I didn't even mention, like, our original sauce. And uh, from season two, I think it's uh, after about a year when we started season two, we released the first flavor in uh, in, in November. Sorry, December. Yeah, so, uh, November, yeah. yeah, so if somebody wants to... Uh buy your sauce how can they order now uh they can buy it at diasauce.com uh and it's also available at sarketa.com uh, sarketa is a is one of the biggest uh, organic uh food distributors and they have their own farms and stuff in sri lanka as well uh, so you can buy it directly at diasauce.com or you can uh, purchase it at sarketa.com or okay sarketa's website all right. So, uh, uh, Nathila, you want to ask anything as the final question because we have maybe two minutes more? Actually, yes. Uh, so, I have nothing to ask you. I just want to thank you for all the time you have given us, you know, to uh, come here and uh, help me and teach everyone about entrepreneurship and some tips. Yes. Thank you for the time. You're welcome, Nathila. Thank you for having me, Amita and Nathila. Yeah, so thank you very much. We wish you all the very best uh, in your future endeavors. One last question. Yes. I mean, uh, uh, I mean, you are giving shoes to the West and you are giving us sauce. Isn't it unfair? Exactly. Any plans? 
no, Amit, honestly, no, because we I uh, earlier when I first started seeing it up within like two years, I tried because the price point it just doesn't make sense. Uh, when it comes there, no one's gonna pay, you know, thirty, forty thousand rupees for a pair of shoes. Um, I don't think we we are uh, you know we we are not at that level of consuming branded products at least the mass market um because there's a lot of fakes going around in sri lanka too and that's a hassle of its own to deal with um so financially and uh, business wise it's 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 not the right time now yeah. uh, leaving my options open definitely because i think um disposable income in sri lanka is uh low in certain certain groups but i i think i think there should be at at some point we should be able to introduce some kind of thing i was uh, i was working on a app which is pretty similar to wish for fashion uh but it's uh, it's in let's just say it's in development right now but um, we're we're working on it but i don't know when it's going to be released um, also, a uh, lot of uh, you know, there's there are shipping issues uh, in yeah. Sri Lanka within Sri Lanka um, with the with the sauce. It's like okay, like you you get I I experience that um, you know <laughs> you, they promise you two day delivery and it doesn't turn up for fourteen days. Uh, yeah, I think Sri Lankan businesses, especially the ones that I work with, uh, I, I found a really good good shipping partner. Very recently, I'm uh, still trying them out. They look good on paper. We'll, we will see how it goes. But if there's anyone who has a courier company, shipping company um, that specially serves like outstation, yeah, hit me up, put, drop me a message on LinkedIn or oh, Facebook yeah. because I'm always always looking for new options. Um, and if, oh, you know, that's if an you, opportunity if, for businesses. Yeah, yeah come on, he's calling from Canada. Doing it right now. <laughs> hey, you're on board. <laughs> All right, uh, come on. By the way, what's the name of your dog? You said uh, his name is Roma. So I gave him a little bit of a Singhala name, Roma, as in you know, uh, yeah, Roma yeah. Cooper Silva is his full name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, give our regards to him. Yes, uh, and then thank you so very much for coming and enlightening us on many areas. Especially, thank you very much for helping Netila, because Netila is planning to start a startup next year to teach nice. entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship skills to kids. Nice. So we really appreciate, and we wish you all the best. Any support you need to promote your Daya sauce, we are here, <laughs> and I'm going to order one sample. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Amit. Yes, yes, yes. We'll definitely do a when the new uh, when the new flavor comes out. We'll do a giveaway on on your show. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much and stay Thanks, safe. Guys. Have a good Thank one. You too. Bye. Yeah. Thank you and stay safe. Mr. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.